1: Everything's better with some wine in the belly.
0: Welcome to Tits and Wine, a spoiler free Game of Thrones podcast.
1: Tonight we talk about season five, episode eight, Heart Home. Thanks for listening. Your watch has begun. Welcome to Tits and Wine, a spoiler free Game of Thrones podcast. I'm Casey. I've read the books a couple times, and watched the show many times.
0: And I am Nicole. I have not read any of the books, and I am
1: watching the show for the first time. Tonight we're talking about Game of Thrones Season 5, Episode 8, Hard Home, which is in my top three best episodes of all time. I haven't seen all of them yet, but I can concur. That that was amazing. Yeah. And like I mentioned earlier, it really makes up for the lackluster beginning of the season. It is great. So, yeah, it's like they were saving up all the good stuff for this one episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, they didn't lose too many viewers. But from what I hear, they're doing just fine.
0: I think, yeah, I think they're doing okay.
1: Yeah, and tonight I am drinking a Newcastle Brown Ale. I am drinking the Seven Moons, I think it's Seven Moons Red Blend. Seven Moons! Alright. I thought it
0: sounded games of, Game of
1: Thrones-ish, I don't know. It does. You're, you're praising the Seven with your wine choice.
0: Haha! <laughs> I didn't think of that. Yes, of course, the Seven.
1: Seven blessings. <laughs> um... So I would normally say top three, but I'm assuming your top one is the, the last part of the episode. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Let's just there's a there's lot of, a lot of top, moments, top moments. So, yeah, let's just do it. OK, you want to start at the top and just roll through? I think so. OK, because, yeah, mo- I mean, most of it's like the last half of the episode, which is just awesome. So, OK, so we'll just get there. <laughs> yes. All right. So we open up with in uh we're in marine and Tyrion and Jora are brought in front of Danny and she's acting all arrogant and hoity toity mm-hmm. and a little mm-hmm. miffed at Jora. <laughs> yeah, a little little tiny bit. Yeah. Um I love Tyrion's response to her though because she comes at him with that full like I'm the queen arrogance because everybody just kowtows to her all the time. And Instead, she's like to Tyrion, like, oh, you want to be in my service? And Tyrion's like, whoa, whoa, we just met. I don't know if I want to be in your service. <laughs> like, <laughs> hold <up. laughs> yes. yes. Like, why do you deserve I my help? <laughs> she was like, oh, shit. All
0: right, carry on. <laughs>
1: yeah. Nobody spoken to her that way. It was great.
0: And I love how it shifts her, like, almost completely because then she's like, Okay,
1: well, what should I do with Jora? <laughs> oh, which was a really good question. Like, yeah. That reminds me of um that parable in the Bible of, you know, King Solomon and the baby. Like, okay, you think you're so smart, then make this decision and everybody's just like, "Whoa." Yeah. Um yeah. and there goes the atheist talking about the Bible. But <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love it. <laughs> but yeah, so she's like, yeah, but adv- well, if you're so great and whatever, uh then yeah, advise me what what the hell do I do with Jora because this motherfucker got kicked out of town and I told him to never speak to me again, but here he is. And what do I do? And Tyrion's like, "Well, you know what happened? Give me a little backstory." And he's like, "Well, did he have a chance to admit his betrayal?" And Danny's like, "Yes, that motherfucker Tyrion's like, well, she's like, many times. Well, you can't kill him. She's like, well, no, at first she's like, well, I should kill him then. Well, you can't kill him because, like, that's kind of bullshit. And But he can't be with you at the same time. So one more time. Bye, Jorah. (laughs) Bye, bye, bye. Again. Um, Yeah, it was kind of a waste of travel. I mean, like, all that effort just to turn around and walk out again. Like, Jorah, get the fuck out. The cat came back the very next day. I <laughs> know. Oh, yeah, I
0: actually kind of feel bad for him. Yeah, I
1: do, too. But, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's yeah. going to die anyway.
1: Yeah, well, and so, yeah, that's a, Okay, so that's a good point. So, he's got his grayscale. So if he was so in love with Danny, or even not in love with her, but he is, but let's just say that he wasn't, and just wanted to serve her, why would he risk bringing Grayscale into her administration? Right. Yeah. That's not great. That was A little bit like selfish. That. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very, yeah. Good point. It's very selfish. Self, it's very self-serving because he just wants to be near her and doesn't think about the consequences of his unvaccinated ass.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it was funny because I was literally just thinking, not about vaccinations, but I was like, it's like those parents that send their kids to school when they're deathly ill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you went there. So, hey, same, same, <laughs> what is it? Same verse, different words. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So, hey, Jora, you're an ass, kind of, but sorry to see you go
1: again. Peace out. Uh, then we see, uh, well, so I mean, we do see a few more scenes later, but how do you feel about Tyrion teaming up with Danny? I
0: honestly think that they would be a formidable team. Yeah, I mean, he is so smart, and she is just naive enough, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but she still has that innocence where she'll probably listen to him, like, she wouldn't really listen to Jorah or Barriston all the time, but I think that she's open-minded enough to listen to Tyrion's advice, and I think he has good advice, and he's never really had anybody fully
1: give into it, you know? Yeah, you're right about that. I don't know why she would listen to him more than anybody else, though. You know, like, oh, why Tyrion? And why not Barristan? I can understand questioning Jorah, um, especially now, but Barristan I would listen to. Like, well... <sighs> I think Tyrion, though he's he's got a
0: way of convincing people. He's more convincing. Barristan would be like, "Well, this is a bad idea," and she'd be like, mm, "No." And he'd be like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, you're the queen. You're the queen. Yeah, but Tyrion's like, mm, "No, no, no, no. Hold up a second. Like, you're being dumb. This is why you should listen to me." So I just think he has more of that convincing. Oh, kitty, you do not want to get into my wine, or maybe you do. Go away. But okay. yeah, I think that he's more more persuasive let's say
1: yeah but we'll see yeah we shall see hi nude all right so then we see Cersei in the cell at the Sept, and she looks like shit (laughs) been there for a while you know I yeah, yeah taking her clothes off she's her hair is messy she's dirty I think she still looks beautiful Yeah, well. She's still a bitch, though. (laughs) She's still being a total bitch to that lady. And, like, that lady's just like, confess. Confess. And Cersei's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Confess. I'm gonna kill you slowly. Confess. I'm gonna fucking torture your ass. Like, yeah, Cersei's still growling at her. I would, too, though. That chick. Oh, that would drive me nuts. Oh, God. She's so, like, smug about it. Yeah, confess. Fuck you and your religious bullshit. Like, yeah, I I hate the whole premise of the whole idea of the religious. Re- you know, arresting people just uh, makes me nauseous. Like, yeah. really, it's, oh. it's the worst. Like, oh it's my the, god, <laughs> it's the Westerosi Inquisition has begun. Uh, ah,
0: yeah. yeah, interesting. How's she gonna get the fuck out of this one? Hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then we see Arya, and she's hanging out with Jochen, and they are playing the game of faces. And she's kind of playing the game, and it's switching between the game and the scene um, of a character she's actually playing, like, in public. She's going out and being this person. And so when, she, when she's first walking down those piers, a cat runs past her. Did you notice the cat? I didn't. So this cat runs past her, and she kind of looks at the cat and smiles. Um, in the book, she is called Cat of the Canals. She does a character called Cat of the Canals. And she also, um, and this will come up later, so I guess I'll talk a little bit more about it later. So her seeing that cat was a nod to the book. And I'll, and I'll talk a little bit more about that character later. Some of it's spoilery, so I won't talk about it.
0: Um, um,
1: but that was, yeah, that was a cool little thing for the book. Um, And yeah, she's you know oysters, clams, and cockles, and she's selling her her shellfish around. And they're like, "Oh, today you're gonna take this turn instead." And what do you see? And she finds this sleazy insurance man, and this is such <laughs> a great Ponzi scheme, like, mm-hmm. it's like brilliant for being an entrepreneur.
0: It's but like Jackson
1: says, like who would fall for that?
0: <laughs> who would be okay with that? Like that gamble.
1: Ugh. Yeah. I mean, he would have to have paid out enough people that they believe him. Because I think word would get around pretty quickly that he doesn't pay out. I th- it would be few and far between, I think, that he wouldn't pay out enough that obviously he's coming out ahead. But uh, it's great. So, um, for our listeners, in case you forget or haven't watched the show or whatever, he gets, sh- he gets people that are taking ships out And they are paying an insurance on whether or not their ship will sink. And if the ship does sink, he pays out a large sum of money to the family. And as Jackin points out, the only way to win the bet is if you lose. Newt, stop it. And yeah, and apparently he hasn't paid out a few people. And so they're mad and have therefore contacted the faceless men. Um, to take care of him, but yeah, I think that's uh, it's sleazy, but hey, it was clever, and it's a he made a lot of money, and people were doing it, so there you go. In the book, it talks a little bit more about how he would charge them. So, like, he wouldn't accept any money from people who were just um, like, like sailing through the the Black Seas of Valyria, the Smoking Seas of Valyria, because so many ships would crash. That it wasn't worth it so he wouldn't do it so that's part of what we were kind of seeing with that guy was begging him like please take it you know it's my family what, what will they do if i if i sink um he would turn people down if they were sailing through valyria uh, but people like sailing over the narrow sea yeah all day long because those ships never crash it's a super mellow passage so he was kind of being sleazy in that aspect too like he knew the ship routes pretty well um, yeah, so anyway, so Jockin is like, um, here's he gives her a little vial of the magic water, and he's like, go give the guy some of this. She's like, okay, and mm. there she goes. Um, <laughs> then we see Cersei, and she has a visitor, and it's Kyburn, who I feel like has been, I, I feel like Kyburn is a legitimate friend of hers, and is the only friend she's ever had. I mean, Jamie, you can't really consider him a friend, right? Because it's different. Kyburn, I think, is genuinely her friend.
0: Yeah, I do too.
1: And it's, it's a odd. shady guy, That's but yeah. Kind of, yeah. Um, what, what I realized this watch through was that when we, we, we found Kyburn in Hall after the mountain had massacred everybody, he was like the only person that was still alive. Um and he, he gets picked up by uh Rob and company. So my question is, why is he so loyal to Cersei when he saw the atrocious things that um Jess is calling? Uh by the way, Jess uh finally said he listened to the podcast and he likes it. He's going to listen to the rest. So <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Um, but you know what he means? So, like, why is Kyburn like, hanging out with Lannisters when he saw... You know you know what I mean? It doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't know. Yeah, I don't have a the theory that for that. Kind of... Yeah, it just popped in my head. Um, but I love... He comes in, he's like, oh, your trial is going to start soon. So, oh, what am I charged with? Oh, fornication, you're a murderer, blah, 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 etc., etc. And she goes, all lies. He's like, yes, of course you're grace.
0: Yeah, <laughs> course, I totally you.
1: believe that. <laughs> yeah. And then we find out that Pycelle has summoned Kevin from Casterly Rock, so Kevin Kevin will come back, and great, yeah, he refuses to visit Cersei. Toman refuses to. I don't know why Toman refuses to visit Cersei. He's still on a hunger strike, and yeah, he's just. I I'm surprised he won't even visit her. And then she's like, or. Kyber's like, there's got to be another way out. And she's like, You want me to confess? Like, what is it? Like, yeah. A-
0: so, I, yeah. It's, I, Toman, love him. He is so not his brother, which is good, but he needs to kind of, yeah. Anyway.
1: Yeah, so. he needs to man up and take action. He I does. Mean, he, yeah. It's embarrassing how little action he's taken on anything.
0: Yeah, and it's like, that's your wife and your mom. The two, they should be the two most important women in your life.
1: Yeah, and instead and he's just, like, locked himself in his room to cry. Yeah, like,
0: even Sansa has bigger balls than you right now, dude. Come mm-hmm. on. But, yeah, yeah so. I so love there's... that scene, too, how, like, Hybron's leaving and he's like, the work
1: continues, so it's like, oh, the mountain. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. He's still working on his little project. (laughs) (laughs) Little, little project. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: There's nothing (laughs) little about that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. what he's okay, so um in the book, you know how he takes the dwarf head? Yeah. Or not in the book, but in the show he takes the dwarf head where he's like, Oh, can I have that? (laughs) So in the book he actually uses that in the project.
0: <laughs> oh my god, I just had a vision of the mountain with a dwarf head on him. Yeah. Oh god. Okay. Well, this could get really interesting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh shit. Uh, oh. So, I also made a decision today while in the shower. I had a shower thought. Mm. Um, so I think I was listening to the latest published podcast that I just posted. Um, and I told you a little bit about some things, and I was like, you know what, I think I, could, I should tell you about this other thing. Because I keep alluding to it, and you're just like, I don't know what you're getting at, Casey, goddammit. So I'm just going to tell you a little bit. In the book, um, well, you know how like, in the show they're always like, Eddard, about ah, knocked my computer down. Uh, um, they're always like, okay, Eddard never talks about Leanna, right? Yeah, but in the book, he's constantly thinking about her. She's constantly in his thoughts. He's replaying shit in his head all the time. He has dreams about her all the time. Like, it's this constant thing in his head. So I I think I can tell you this, because we've heard about it in the book pretty early on. So remember I told you about the Tower of Joy, where Howland Reed and Eddard Stark come to the, the Tower of Joy, and there's Kingsguard there, and they fight the Kingsguard, and then he finds Lyanna. Um covered in blood and she dies, right? Mm-hmm. So when he when he finds her covered in blood and she's dying in his arms essentially, in his thoughts and in his memories and in his dreams, he's replaying the moment right before she dies, and she's begging, Ned, promise me, promise me. that that is what I was trying to point out, like the promise me, promise me is a big thing. So, um, remember, Bran having the vision with his mom in the tree promise me promise me and then (laughs) Sansa promise me promise me so it's a really big thing in the book and so it's it's funny because in the show they keep showing it but without any tie you know like it's very loose ended and people I don't think and without reading the book or watching the show several times would understand um, yeah, but in the book, yeah a, I didn't catch that, yeah, but in the book, it's a constant, constant thing. Is Lyanna begging Eddard the promise me, promise me, right before she died? Oh, yeah, so there's a promise involved, okay. 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 Um, I thought of that because our next scene is Theon and Sansa. This time, when Theon walks into the room, she's fully dressed and like she's ready to, she's ready to do business, <laughs> she's pissed yeah yeah rightfully so yeah she's just like why and she's grilling him and you're like oh they tortured me she's like good fuck yeah i I love that yeah i wish i could do the same thing to you right now i would do it right now and and he's like oh i i i do i deserve to be reek and i did all these things and i i killed those boys and and then like they weren't those boys they were Brandon and Rickon and they were your brothers no, they weren't and then he stops and she's like they were what they were what god damn you and, and he still means to Sansa that he yeah. did not kill Brandon Rickon that they were two farm boys and Sansa's like what she Her almost whole... looks
0: like she's gonna like throw up mm. you know she
1: doesn't know what to do yeah. It's like what he did was still horrific, but hot damn, you didn't kill my brothers. Yep. So... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it takes her, you can see it takes her like a few seconds to like process that. And then she's like, uh, where are they? Shit, where are they? Fuck, they're <laughs> alive. Where are they? <laughs> Why am I still here? God damn it. I don't even want to be here anyway. Yeah, yeah. And he, I mean, he doesn't know where they are anyway. He can't answer that, but he's just like, "Ah, I'm Reek, bye. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I I think that the whole Reek facade is cracking, you know, because Sansa a few times, because well, first Ramsay had him go pretend to be Theon, and then he had to pretend to be Theon again their wedding night. And then when any time that Santa confronts him, she's like, "No, goddamn it! You're Theon Greyjoy. Fucking act like it." I think it's starting to crack because yeah, that fell out. Yeah, yeah. Um, the old reek never would have spilled the beans. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. So, but that was big, Santa's... That has that has rocked Santa's world. Everything. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Whew. Her whole game plan has changed. (laughs) It's so exciting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't know what she's gonna do, but she's got some information. Then we see uh, Roos, and he's planning some battles, and his whole game plan is, hey, man, we're ready for a siege. Like, we're the fucking north. We got, like, stocks of food and shit for years. We're good to go. Like, let them come. They'll die out there. It's gonna snow. Like, Fuck it. And Ramsey's like, no, we don't want to let Stannis, like, decide. And he, there's a, a book nod here. Ramsey says, don't let Stannis decide how we fight or, or something like that. And then leave the Feast for the Crows. The name of the book that all this is taking place in is called Feast for Crows.
0: Oh. So,
1: there you go. The little book title there. And then Ramsey's like, I just need 20 good men. And off they go to do God. Knows horrible. Exactly. Picture. Yeah.
0: Twenty men, huh? Wow, you could castrate lots of people with twenty men.
1: Ugh. Well, <laughs> they would also need like twenty crosses, but that would take like ten guys each to carry. So then you're up to like two hundred guys. Like, nah, they've got horses. Right. They can make do. They'll be fine. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ugh. All right, then we're back to. Tyrion and Danny. Tyrion's out of his shackles, and they're, and he's having some wine with Danny, and they're having a little heart to heart. Tyrion's like, "Oh, we're two terrible children of two terrible fathers," and Danny, of course, is like, "I'm not terrible," and he's <laughs> like, "No, I've heard some stories. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> a little <elitory>. right. <laughs> like you have and to, she... start, if, if I'm gonna advise you, you have to start admitting who the fuck you are for one thing." <laughs>
0: Well, she finally admits, yeah, I know my dad was a bastard. Not a bastard. In this show, that means a different thing. I know my dad
1: was an asshole. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. It, yeah, it's the first time that she, yeah, accepts that. Because before, she's always like, oh, it's the usurper's lies. And now she's like, oh, uh, my dad sounded like he was an ass. <laughs> yeah,
0: he was a real piece of shit. And we got another
1: Danny one-liner.
0: Yes, I even wrote it. I put one-liner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to stop the
1: wheel. I'm going to break the wheel. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Tyrell Lannister Stark just spokes on a wheel. It's just like, oh god, here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Oh, oh, it's great. Fucking Danny. <laughs> she's so, yeah, like nobody comes up with that shit in general conversation, you know? No. No. Yeah. No, they don't. And, they don't. and she's not... Like, what the... No. And here's my thing. So, how... Okay. She has no plan. (laughs) How are you going to break this wheel? Two, she has no heirs. She has no great big family to even start a dynasty. You need a lot of people for a dynasty. You need, like, an heir and a spare. Well, (laughs) you don't have any children. So, how exactly are you going to break this wheel and... Put in and install your your dynasty of Targaryens again, you know. Like you're no, you're just another spoke, Danny. I'm sorry, but there's nothing special about you. You're just another conqueror. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> unless, unless you're planning to abdicate the throne and instill a democracy. Yeah. Then sure. Then then you've broken the wheel. <laughs> but that's <exactly laughs> what
0: you're doing. I'm gonna free all the slaves and break the wheel by freeing slaves. Okay.
1: Noble. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, there's no slaves in Westeros, so... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> yeah, she... She didn't know what she's doing. Um, no. And then we see Jorah, and his dumbass has gone back to the fucking fighting pit. Okay. <laughs> Oh
0: Jorah. He's like,
1: I'm just gonna rub my arm on everybody. Oh, I'm gonna win. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my god. Yeah, well, you know, we'll see. We'll see, bud. Yeah. Uh then we're back to Cersei, and we get confess, Confessed. It's like you're gonna die a her her hideous, horrendous death. And then she pours out her water. And then we see when she's alone, Cersei drinking from the floor. <laughs> definitely the lowest Cersei's ever gone. And I was thinking about this, I was like, well, me or you at any point probably would have done that. Yeah. No problem. Like, if you're thirsty, fucking drink it off the floor. You know that Cersei Lannister, she held out for a long time before yeah. she would, even alone, like, nobody saw her do it, but she saw herself do it, and still held out for that long, because she just couldn't bear the thought of herself doing that. Yep. That's great. Yeah. So there she goes, drinking water off the floor slurping it too she wasn't even ladylike about it oh yeah yeah she drank it off the floor like my kid drinks juice off the floor exactly (laughs) but it's
0: probably cute when parent doesn't sort of i'm always like stop it stop doing that
1: it's gross he's
0: building up an immune system mom just yeah
1: i'm a puppy (laughs) oh you're not a puppy Yes, I am. Then he oh (laughs) Oh my god, I miss him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. All right. So then we see Sam and Gilly, and Gilly is tenderly attending to Sam's wounds. And then in comes Ollie. He's got some dinner. And I like how now, now that everybody hates Sam and he's getting beat up. he has. he's taking his food in his room. I guess maybe because he's also in convalescent care. I don't know, but he's getting some home <laughs> delivery now. <laughs> yeah, he's hiding out from the bad guys. Yeah. Um, and then Ollie's like, uh, I have a question. So Gilly leaves and he's like, so I hate the wildlings, in case you didn't know. <laughs> and they killed my parents, in case you didn't know. And, well, that guy with the big red beard So, he led the raid on my village. They killed my parents, in case you didn't know. And why the fuck is John going to help them? And Sam is like, well, dude, there's an army of the dead coming. I know that you're a kid and your frontal cortex hasn't fully developed yet, but listen closely. There's an army of zombies that are going to come and eat all of our brains. So... (laughs) That's a lot worse than Tormund and his ragtag crew wildlings. Right. Sorry about your parents, but... Said that was nasty and uncalled for. And we, have you know, we will deal with that appropriately. But... (laughs) yeah, We gotta stay the fuck alive, bro. Right. Uh, And then we get another Sam pep talk, which is, you know, sometimes a man has to make hard choices that don't seem right to other people. But don't worry about John. He always comes back. And remember what happened the last time Sam gave this kid a pep talk. He killed you, Grit. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Because he was like, pick up a weapon and fight. And then he did, and he shot you, Grit, in the back.
0: Oh, fuck. That's right. Oh, Ollie. Hey, I... Um, yeah I've taken one sip of wine this whole time so
1: <laughs> there you go well, uh. actually, I, we, I'm going to work tomorrow um, my boss wants to do a 24 hour kickstarter and that's tomorrow so oh, yeah. in the middle of everything I know I yeah so we planned to do all this and I was sitting in the office with Dusty and Brian texted me and he's like oh we're going we're gonna to do it. Let's send in paperwork. And I'm like, okay, let's go. Just then, like, a message came through about the Kickstarter. And I was like, oh, my God. And I turned around. I was like, Dusty, that's this weekend? And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, I have to get the house ready for, like, photos and putting it on the MLS. And he was like, um, that's okay. Ah. And I'm like, God damn it. Because he planned it, like, two months in advance, right? Yeah. It's a big deal. And I was like, damn it. But I was like, man, I can't let him down. It's a big deal to him. And so there's going to be a few other people there. And each of us has a job, right? So it's like Dusty's vision. Um, one guy's going to do logo and color scheme and branding. One guy's doing video. I'm doing the website and animation. So we each have like a a job, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So I couldn't like, if I didn't show up, you know, I'd. I, they probably could have pulled it together, but you know what I mean? Like, I needed to be there. Yeah. So, I yeah, I'm going to... Well you're so dedicated. <laughs> yeah, well, we, you know, we busted ass, so I think we're in a spot where it's okay. That's good. And, and parent's going to Grandma's tomorrow, so it's not like Brian has to watch parent and work. So I think good. he'll enjoy... I think Brian will actually enjoy having the house to himself. Oh, yeah, that'll be nice. I'm also eating a Chipotle tuna snack. Ooh. there are a lot of tuna snacks
0: eating, eating in my house that sounds good we like our tuna snacks i've never heard of that
1: yeah they're with the if you go to the grocery like right next to the regular canned tuna they have same same uh, brand bumblebee newt no you don't get any tuna snacks um, <laughs> they're like little cans of like tuna salad with a stack of crackers Oh, yeah so little shots of protein they're tasty and they're easy to carry around like you don't have to refrigerate them or anything nice I need to start getting those for work yeah you gotta go great so let's talk about hard home actual hard home the first oh. thing I wrote, and then I'll let you get into it is that hard home looks like Catagot. have you watched Vikings at all no looks just like Catagot. Like, their town. It's crazy. That's one of the shows that Sean
0: actually recommended that we do another podcast for is Vikings. Oh, awesome. <laughs> He's like, I think Casey
1: really likes that. And I was like, oh, I, yeah, do. I do. Yeah, Vikings mm-hmm. was great. Um, yeah, it's great. There's a lot of really polarizing characters, too. Like, there's characters, and I'm like, God, I fucking hate them. So, yeah, we should put, we'll put it on the list.
0: And after getting my ancestry results back... I was definitely very Norwegian. So, oh, did you do yours too? I did. Mine was not exciting though. I was like, I'm like 100% white as fuck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it was not, no surprises. Like, and it's not even like cool white. It's not like there's any Irish or Scottish or anything cool. No, it's like England, Norway, and Sweden. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, oh. <aw. laughs> boring <laughs> but that sounds oh. like mine too because I was like I was like 56 percent English and then like and the rest Irish yeah so yeah kind of the same thing I just went I just went a little bit further west and you went a little bit further east <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah so, so you uh, look very Swedish I can see that
0: yes now I know I, I had no idea there was any Swede Swede jeans in me but, but anyway you sorry Side-tracked.
1: <laughs> all right so uh hard home here we are i'm gonna let mm. you get started
0: mm. well that it was just fucking, fucking magical fun. it was absolutely fucking magical so they get there and it's you know john you know they all get off the boat and the lord of bones is there and i'm like oh i forgot he existed yeah. And he's just so the... They
1: called him Rattleshirt. Rattleshirt? Yep, Lord of Bones Rattleshirt because the shirt rattled because it was full of bones. Oh my. That's actually yeah. kind of cool. It doesn't it
0: doesn't like bring any fear.
1: Oh, it's Rattleshirt. <laughs> no, no, it really doesn't. <laughs> Not like Lord of Bones. (laughs) Right, Lord of
0: Bones makes you quiver a little bit, but
1: Rattleshirt, it just sounds like a Harry
0: Potter character.
1: (laughs) So in the the book, they actually, instead of capturing Mance and Tormund, they capture Mance and Rattleshirt. Um, They also do some crazy switcheroo magic, and they take... Mance's mind and Rattleshirt's mind and switch them. So when they burn Mance, they're actually burning Rattleshirt. Oh. And, and Mance lives on in Rattleshirt's body. Interesting. It, yeah. Um, it's crazy. Um, I think Mel does it. I think Melisandra is behind that. And... So Mance doesn't actually die, and then Mance, and then instead of going to like hard home, he gets this band of bitches together, and they go infiltrate Winterfell as a band, like as a musical band, like it's very different. Fu- <laughs> yeah, it's it's very crazy. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, so. Tormund um, had a much bigger part in the show, and I'm super glad because I really, really like the Tormund in the show, but I can see why they didn't do the switcheroo, because that would have been weird. Yeah, Yeah, because most of it, we don't don't hang out with him a lot. It's mostly like, oh, we switched him. It's all good, and now he's going to go off and do some stuff, so whatever. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they didn't do that, because
0: this is cooler. This is better it was a good scene
1: it is a good scene scene. it is a good scene so yes continue on oh no so yeah he's just like what the fuck
0: you're a traitor and then he asks like do you suck john's cock and uh so tormund beats him to death with a stick with his own stick with his own stick with Rattleshirt's own stick (laughs) do they call it the rattle stick <laughs> Did it rabble when he killed him with? It? I'm sorry. Oh, too oh, much sugar. sugar, sugar. <laughs> it's like those um rain sticks just... Oh my god! I'm gonna soothe you to sleep while I beat you to death with your own stick.
1: <laughs> wow! Totally.
0: The reins of Castamere. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> Can More you win? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it was badass. We're laughing, but it was it was badass. badass. But, like, I love, like, Rattleshirt's all getting in Torman's face, and he is cool as a cucumber. Just like, keep talking shit, motherfucker. Keep talking shit.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: He didn't talk shit for long. And then he's just like, all
0: right, let's go talk. And this yeah. scene, yeah, it was like everybody's like, fuck, all right. I guess we'll follow the dude that just murdered Rattleshirt. <laughs> I have to yeah. call him that. I <laughs> now. So, like, John walks in and he's like, hi, my name is John, and I'm a crow. Hi, John. <laughs> oh, it was crazy and this I did start this as a what the fuck moment because okay they're in the little what do you call I called it a hut which it's not a hut it's a big I hut. called it the the long house. the longhouse. there we go yeah. so they're in there and some dude asks well, how did man die?" and fucking John is like I put an arrow in his heart why would you say yeah. that you fucking idiot like <laughs> well, the, hey
1: there's more to the story <laughs> yeah 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 because that's Eddard talking that's Eddard talking right there That's would say.
0: Don't do what your father would have done. See where your father's head is now. It is not attached to the rest of his body. Yeah. You fucking idiot. And I mean, thank God Tormund was like, yo, hold up, everybody, stop trying to kill him. It was a it was mercy, blah blah blah. It's like, John, why didn't you start with that shit? Like Stannis Baratheon lit him on fire. I put him out of his misery.
1: He and and Tormund almost didn't intercede in time. Like I feel like in real life he would have just been dead, and Torman would have been like, you assholes. What he meant to say was. <laughs> yeah, but he would have deserved it. That was fucking dumb. It was really dumb. It was really, yeah. Like no clarification. Just I killed him.
0: <laughs> it's not you're not in prison trying to scare the other inmates from butt raping you. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. You're
0: you are the enemy already. So let's just fucking announce something that's. Not even the full truth that's going to implicate you further. Oh my God, that was dumb. Anyway,
1: ugh. But it was <laughs> bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you're lucky. You're lucky, bro. So yeah, then Tormund vouches for him and is like, hey, everybody except for the Fen. The Fen's like, fuck this. We're leaving. Of course. And, of yeah. course.
1: That's I funny. really like Fen, though. I like this one. Do you? Yeah, I don't know. He's, he's got some appeal to him. I don't know what it is. Hmm.
0: <laughs> Those scars. Mm. No. <laughs> I,
1: I love it. He's all manly and saucy.
0: Well, and I love... I don't know her name, but she's kind of a main chick in this episode. Okay.
1: I was going to ask if you caught her name. Um, apparently, she has a name in the credits, but I didn't catch that they ever actually said it. I was listening, and I didn't hear it. Yeah. Um, and she was amazing. I remember the first time I watched this episode, and me and Brian were going, ooh, we like her. We hope she's a regular because she yeah yeah, she was great she every time she was on screen she stole the scene she was amazing great actress
0: yeah beautiful too just
1: gorgeous and fierce stunning yeah Yeah. and Uh, then yeah nope she didn't
0: last very long she didn't and it was so heartbreaking because like she puts her girls on a boat and i mean you know i mean even as just an, a, a human being seeing that and just knowing that you might never see them again because they're going to die or you're going to die. Yeah. But one of them looked like Kyrie's age and it was like, oh god. Oh yeah. Definitely. Fuck. Don't. Yeah. So, but I love it because before that, she's like I fucking hate thens or something like that and I'm like, yeah. I fucking hate thens. Yeah. So great. Yeah. So then, yeah, they go down and people are getting on boats and
1: la, 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 everything's great. They don't have as many people as they were hoping to get, but la, la, la well, oh, But fun. speaking of the Thens, back with the Thens, they told John to go stuff it. And yeah. we're like, we're not playing along, we're not getting on your boats. Um, And there was a couple other tribes, they tried to make them look different, like they had the tribe with the face paint, the Thens, right? And those guys peaced out. They were like, yeah, no, we're not taking your deal. And they leave. Yeah. So they're very anti-
0: Crows and John and John Snow. I almost said John Stark. John, <laughs> John Stark. Hunter. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yep. they definitely have a, but I think their minds are about to change.
1: Well, we hear there's 5,000 wildlings there. Yeah. So, that was like the entire population of Ephraeta is hanging out in Hard Home, like waiting to get, well, some of them are waiting to get on boats, like half of them are going to get on these boats. And they show a shot of it at one point. And there's a ton of boats. I mean, they got plenty of ships out there. Yeah, a they t- could have all left. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. They've,
1: they've got these little dinghies that carry, like, five people at a time. Jesus Christ, that's going to take forever. Yep. But, I mean, I guess at this point they think they have plenty of time. Like, let's just get going. You know, everybody get ready. Let's get on these boats. la di la la Yeah, and, and then la- that lady gets her kids on the boat. And she's like, I'm right behind you. And you just know, that, I mean, that's a red flag. She's going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: exactly. <laughs> that's, that's that was that's my thought too. My thought too. But, but yeah. I mean, better her than the girls, I guess. I don't even know at this point, Casey.
1: Oh, I know. And then we get, <sighs> so we're inside the, the longhouse, and then the dogs start going. And I do need to give props, because they actually used, like, legit huskies. Like not the the floofy traditional like everyone thinks of huskies. Those are like sled dog huskies out there. Yeah, or snow huskies. They they don't and they're look so cute. They're so cute. People, yeah, they're not the type of huskies. They're like Iditarod huskies that they had out there. Yeah, I bet if we looked it up, there probably was some some person got to feature their Iditarod team out there, and then they had yeah. like one scroofy face dog.
0: <laughs> it was so cute though. It was so cute. <laughs> Yeah, they did. They did well. I mean, this whole scene was just, just amazing. Uh, just fucking amazing, okay. and like it's like, God, there's so fucking many of them too. Like, not dogs, the, the walkers. Yeah. Well, what are they called? They're not the, the
1: whites. The whites are the non-white. walkers. The non-white walkers, right? Okay. So I wrote down kind of the order of events that starts off the whole thing. Because that's all I could write, because I was, like, staring, right? So it was like, dogs start barking. Then they hear a rumbling. Then they see a storm blowing over the cliffs on the back side of town. So I guess the south side of town. Um, Then they see avalanches like, everywhere. Like, all along the cliffs and all along the mountains. Just avalanches. Then they start hearing people screaming. Then they see people running toward the gate. And it was just like one thing after another. Boom, 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 boom. And then the thin catches on and he's like, shut that gate. (laughs) With all those
0: people out there, I don't give a fuck. Shut the fucking gate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. And they're screaming, screaming, screaming and like beating at the gate. And then all of a sudden silence. Okay. I have a
0: problem with that. (laughs) Why? why would they be silent all of a sudden you don't hear any fighting all you hear is screams and then silence
1: so i did... have a couple ideas okay so first the first one which i i think is the least likely is that they were all in shock like oh deer in headlights i don't think that's likely um, my second theory, and it's based off of what happens next, is that they were all killed. Because that fast? That fast. Because when the when the thin comes up and he peeks through the hole, right? And you see like the storm is really thick on the other side of the gate, you can hear really muffled screaming. So yeah. I think it's like the storm is so thick that it's almost. Like you know how when it's a snowy day, it's really silent. Mm-hmm. It's really like creepy silent. So it's almost like that. Like this. Like there was a storm going, but it was silent, and it encompassed all those people, and they got so encumbered by by whites, they all were killed. Um, and then, but you could hear muff. You could hear muff, the muffled screaming. It made it almost sound like it was far away. It was really well done. It was creepy. Um. And then you see, and then the guy sees um, the, dead, the dead thing, like, run at him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, all the people were gone because there were, like, a ton of people, like, right at the gate, and they were all gone. They were, there was, like, nobody there. So yeah, that is
0: so crazy.
1: Yeah. They had to have been killed and then swooped back or, like, swooped back and killed something. You know what I mean? Like, something crazy happened that silenced them all quickly and then because then the next thing is just a rush of dead people Ugh, it was so creepy
0: but you know they could have done that better when the Fen is looking through the hole they could have like pierced his eyeball out of his head you know <laughs> that would have been so much cool that's what I was expecting maybe that's why they didn't do it because that's what you would expect them to do yeah but I was like oh poke him in the eye but they didn't poke him in the eye
1: Not I'll poke so. him in the eye uh, no, we I do see think- and. We get the next shot is the boats, and then people are, like, rushing the boats. Like, oh, shit, yeah, I I do want to get on that boat. I changed my mind. <laughs> and then Jon Snow is like, get in line. Nobody's going to get in line. Like, right. are you insane? Like, okay, oldest nope. to youngest. <laughs> yeah. Nope, nope, nope.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: <sighs> and we see the freaking dead, and they are back at the gate and they are climbing above and they're climbing below like they're just they're swarming like rats just God. like they're coming through holes they're they're digging holes underneath it's intense it's, it's
0: horrible it is so and then they're just like and John and Chicky that's what I'm calling her Chicky Chicky John and Chicky are like you get on the boat no you get on the boat no you you've got daughters well, if you're not there at the gates, are they gonna really let' him in? Ah, fuck. All right, well yeah.
1: <laughs> That's, yeah, she says, my I, I wrote it down. My little girls got on one of those boats. Are they getting past the wall if you're not there? And John says, I gave orders. Well, I don't think you're gonna be there for those orders. <laughs> right.
0: Oh, fucking intense.
1: Yeah. So she, yeah, like, fuck, your kids are on the boat, so I guess they're sort of safe, safer than you are. Might yeah. as well hold off the enemy, give them a little bit of a fighting chance to get away.
0: Uh, yes. Yeah.
1: And yeah. then Armand and John lead a charge with the Night's Watch. Like, let's go. And they, they pan up at this point over the gate, and there are so many dead people Just like so fucking many. Yeah. That was fucking
0: just it turns your blood cold just looking Mm -hmm. at it. Like, oh, they are so fucked.
1: And then at the top of the cliff, we see the four horsemen. Yep. Boom, boom, boom. The four horsemen of the apocalypse. And they are beautiful. Oh, it's majestic as fuck. Yes. Yes. Uh. Ugh. Just up there on their dead horses. We'll watching the, the dream.
0: Scene. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, man. It's yeah. crazy. I Oh, yeah. You, oh, I love it. And, uh, yeah, this is the scene that, like, several seasons ago, I was like, you were asking if there was going to be more White Walkers. And I'm like, oh, don't worry. There's going to be this scene that you fucking shit your pants for. You're going to love it.
0: This, this is was it, it, man. And, you know, I yeah. love zombies. And I love, like, non-traditional zombies right yeah yeah and it's kind of funny because it like hit me as i was watching this scene like game of thrones is actually a zombie show yeah (laughs) it's a zombie show with like medieval themes yeah it's 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 not about who's gonna win the fucking throne it's about zombies anyway (laughs) it is ultimately about zombies Yep. So I mean anybody can argue that and question it. I I give you every opportunity, feel free, but fuck, it's a zombie show.
1: Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Definitely. There's a show on Netflix. I don't remember what it was called. I started to watch it and then I and then I got sidetracked with other things and I forgot about it. But it's a zombie show out of Japan based based during the shogun and the samurai. Oh my god! Yeah, I need to go back and watch it because I I totally forgot about it until just now. I was like, oh wait, I started to watch that. Um, I haven't actually encountered zombies yet in the show. I, I really didn't get very far, but I was I love I love the premise, right? Like samurai and zombies sounds great. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> it's
0: fucking <laughs> great as long as they do it well. That's cool, and that I feel like Game of Thrones did it. I mean, because you know I've seen like every zombie show or movie mainstream, of course yeah and I'm like all right it's kind of getting played out like it's a little old it's a little done it's a little overdone but now I'm like this is a whole new way to do it and yeah.
1: i not hating it it, it <laughs> did get really like overplayed for a while for real like Walking Dead got blown up and then everything was zombies mm-hmm. and Walking Dead got terrible I stopped watching like two years ago
0: yeah. And that's my thing. As I said, it was cause I was too busy, but now like my mom and I were talking about it today. Cause I was like, well, when I'm done with game of Thrones, I'm probably going to catch up on the walking because I've stopped watching like seasons ago.
1: Yeah, And
0: I was thinking about it. I was like, I really don't want to though. Like yeah. I have no desire. So
1: I'm like, fuck it. I'm not gonna like, <laughs> I stopped watching when they, when they dragged the whole Negan thing out for like two seasons.
0: Yeah, see, I'm in the middle of the Negan thing. Like, yes, I'm right too. in the middle. So, it's yeah. like, I like
1: Negan. He's great, but... I love, it, Negan. I, I love Neg- Negan a lot. Like, I'd be on Team Negan. Fuck you, Rick. Like, yeah. Negan's got his shit together. Quit messing up his whole program.
0: Well, and this is the apocalypse. So, yeah, he may have done some shit that hurt people that we love, but it's about survival. Kind of like Game of
1: Thrones. It's
0: about right.
1: survival. So, anyway... And- it just yeah walking dead just got stupid i don't care i don't care about any of the people yeah when they killed beth it just went downhill from beth i feel yeah like. yep
0: seriously
1: oh okay so i anyway, need so then okay the four horsemen and then john sees the horseman and he's like we need to go get that dragon glass we left it in the longhouse." <laughs> ah! oops
0: Meanwhile, <laughs> there's like whites falling all over into the longhouse and like attacking the giant and yeah. The
1: giant's name is Woundar De Woundewoog. Okay, I'm never gonna say that. He goes w- by Woo for short. What does he go by? Woon wound. woon woon wound? Woon Woon woon. W-n- d- wait, W-U-N-W-U-N. Woon wound. What's the full name? I just have to hear it one more time. Woundar de Woundywoog. Woundar de, wound de woog
0: Yeah. Yeah. What the? F- okay. Okay. I need and, to have and- a talk with Sean because he was just giving me shit about how, oh, Harry Potter characters all have the most ridiculous names. <clears throat> oh,
1: please. No, you know who has the most ridiculous names is the fucking Wheel of Time. He's got nowhere to talk. <laughs> I don't know. The, Do they have a woundardy woundy woog? Well, he's a giant. Yeah, I know. Crazy. Here's the thing. In Wheel of Time, I feel like like Robert Jordan just took one of those games that had letter dice in it <laughs> and like threw it on the table and was like, Yep, that's gonna be a main character. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to read it. Just so I can laugh at the names. Oh my god, it gets ridiculous. Like at least George R. Martin tries to make them semi-pronounceable. Like you can mm. you can like sound them out, and and you know if you practice it enough times, you got it right. Like Undar <laughs> de I've I've said it enough in my brain. I can say it now. Wheel of Time is just like we That's not a name. That's. <laughs> it. I. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a name you're like offended oh i hate that was another one of my beefs like i'm all for weird names because obviously game of thrones has some weird names but they made sense there was some canonical you know can't canonical what's the word canonical i have no idea uh we're you know we're like in a literary sense there's some pattern behind them you yeah. know there's they go by rules. There's rules involved with the naming conventions.
0: Mm-hmm. Not with Wheel of
1: Time. It's just a bunch of fucking random letters figured out.
0: <laughs> I can't wait.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. Well, okay. So, you know what, Nicole? They're, they're doing a Wheel of Time show. I know. So, we got to podcast it because neither of us have seen it or read the books. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, so it's probably still a year out, but when it comes out, we should totally do that. I've read the first five books, but from what I hear, they're going to condense those into, like, a season. So, like, I haven't read much. (laughs) Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. It'll be hilarious. And our men's will be happy. Or horribly disappointed. (laughs) Or horribly, horribly disappointed. (laughs) Yeah, depending
0: on how well they do the show, I guess. This could go either way. This could end in like divorce,
1: or yeah. Oh, it'll be be good. It'll be good. Uh, Plus, my son is named after the a show character, so yeah, exactly. Hopefully, they do him justice because we, me, and Brian assumed that in about four years, there's going to be a whole bunch more parents running around. Yeah, yeah, guaranteed. Yeah. In fact, I was out to lunch with my friend Allegra. The one who we still need. We need to get her on the show quick because we're running out of episodes. Um, (laughs) And I was talking. Perrin was with me, actually. He was still just a baby baby in a car seat, like sleeping in the car seat. And the lady next to me was like, hey, did you say his name was Perrin? I was like, yeah, this is my baby Perrin. And she says, my friend back in Michigan or somewhere, her daughter just named their baby boy Perrin. And he's about the same age. Oh, I was like, wow. wait, that's so random. And she goes, is his name after a book? And I said, and yes. <laughs> what? Yeah, totally weird. Oh, so there's there's another, out there. There's another parent out there who's about the same age. Yeah. Crazy. All right, so back to Woon Woon. So Woon Woon. <laughs> <laughs> i <I'm sorry. laughs> I can't I'll stop. He... I think it's more cute than anything. Okay, anyway. It is. It's pretty cute, really, because he's he's a big tough guy, but you know that's cute. Um, he busts out of the the longhouse, yeah, covered in whites, and he's just slamming them around. And then we so then we go in the longhouse, and in walks a legit white walker.
0: Mm.
1: And it's the place is on fire, by the way. Flames everywhere. Shit's burning down. But this, and okay, I remember previously I told you that at the Fist of the First Men, when they had the fight, they used fire to keep the whites away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So fire keeps away whites, but we learn here does not keep away the White Walkers. White Walkers yep. are impervious to flames, mostly because everything around him froze. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: pretty sick.
1: Yeah, he just walks in and everything around him turns icy cold. Um, pretty badass. The thin we see—he's in there with John because they went in to go find the dragon glass. Is he is on board? He's—he's <laughs> he's like, I'm—I'm I'm with you, John. I'm sorry that I doubted you. Let's get your stupid dragon glass. <laughs> I want a, i want a boat, the whole deal. Like I
0: want—he's a believer.
1: <laughs> now,
0: yeah, it was quick.
1: Yep, yep. The White Walker. Okay, so the thin is like. I'll deal with the thin, or I'll deal with the White Walker. Go find that dry glass. So Jon starts to like, look through the freaking shit, because everything's shit now. Rubble. <laughs> yeah. Rubble. <laughs> yeah. And the Then goes to fight the White Walker and the White Walker and like, hits his axe with a sword and it shatters it. Just like, fuck. And then he kills the thin, Like, ain't no thing. So their weapons just shatter traditional weapons. Like ice. Boom. So then, of course, he goes after John, and they have a little fight, and, you know, he's shattering some more weapons, and and then John, because uh, he, he drops Longclaw somewhere along the way, and then he goes back out and grabs Longclaw again, and then they, they meet weapons, And it stops the weapon. Yeah. And they're both like, what? Like, even the white... Like, what the fuck was that? John's like, (laughs) neener, neener, neener. Yeah. And then, without even thinking, John's like, oh, shit. And he shatters that white walker. He, like, boom. He he explodes like my bathroom sink did five years ago. Oh, fuck. (laughs) I forgot about (laughs) that. (laughs) yep and the fucking Night King does not approve oh he's not happy about that yeah he's looking on like oh no Mm -hmm. so now we know a couple things fire does not stop the actual the White Walkers and Valerian still can kill a White Walker
0: which doesn't do us a whole shitload of of good because there's hardly any anywhere right so not that
1: many, not that many. Uh, yeah. but like I said, we have kept track of them all for the most part. Yeah. So we know where they all are. Then our lady friend, Chickie <laughs> is out fighting and shit's getting real. Like the, the way they, the audio, I really, I really, really like audio in movies and TV when they do it really well. One of my favorite classes in school was an audio class for what they called sweetening. It's when you go through a movie or a scene and you add the sound effects and things. Mm. And I, it's just so well done. Like when John, he gets like thrown off the balcony onto the floor in the long, in the long house mm. and he gets the wind knocked out of him. It gets kind of silent and muffled. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was really well done. Um, and then when this lady's fighting the kids, same thing, like the sound is just a little bit blurry. Like she's just overwhelmed, like, oh. And then it quiets down because she sees those fucking kids. And she she loses her composure. She's like fucking like she, of course she would be the one that sees the kids, right? Yeah, the one course. the mother. And she yeah. doesn't she doesn't know what to do. Like, oh my god, those are children. And she just freezes and they killer but chicky they're dead. they're dead but still like you're if you have if you hadn't had much experience with whites or the white walkers one that's terrifying and overwhelming but then you see a horde of children and the only thing on your mind is keeping your children safe like you're just like oh my god and suddenly like in your brain you're gonna apply personality like previous personalities to all those children and yeah imagine your child is one of them you know, all of that, and she just—you could see her brain doing all that. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. blah, 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 blah. and it just took too long, and the kids overwhelmed her and killed her. That was horrible. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and there goes our new favorite character who lasted, you know, forty-five minutes. Yeah, how fucking sad. Yeah, because she was great.
0: You know, it's like Taco Bell. i am only—I'm <laughs> sorry, <laughs> like I'm a little Taco drinky. Bell. You know, Taco Bell will like bring out this amazing thing that tastes like heaven on earth and you'll love the fuck out of it. And then, you know, I, I don't eat there. Well, I haven't eaten there in a really long time now, but back in the day, I'd eat there like once every couple weeks. Yeah. And I would try this new wonderful thing on their menu that was like spicy volcano deliciousness. And then I'd go back two weeks later and they'd be like, oh, eh, that was a limited time. That's uh. what Game of Thrones does with people. <laughs> it's like Oberyn lasted like what? Not oh. even a season. yep yep definitely. Fucking Chicky, I never even got to know
1: her name, and then you killed her. Name. Yeah. Right. Let's All see right. if we look up her name, because yeah. she has one in the credits. I'm gonna she put she have one. In her home, Chicky, <laughs> Carcy, Carcy, Carcy.
0: I was pretty close.
1: <laughs> yeah, her name is Carcy. Carcy was a spearwife and wildling leader among those who returned, who retreated to Hardhome after the wildlings defeated in the Battle of Castle Black. Mm-hmm. She has a whole backstory and everything. Oh, it's not oh, much. It's like, oh, her, she lost her father, uncle, and two brothers fighting the Night's Watch, which is basically all of her lines. Okay. Well, yeah. now so we know Ka- about Carcy. Her watch has ended. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we hardly knew you. <laughs> we hardly knew you. But we- <sighs> yes. Big fans. Yes, yes. Okay, so then uh, we hear... Um, remember I told you early on that we would hear some better sound effects of the the White Walkers screaming and talking? Yeah. They do a pretty good one in this episode. They There's a big scream. You get a big holler. And it sounds like like glass and nails on a chalkboard kind of sound. Oh. Really? And, yeah. Yep, it's right, and then right after it, it's like a signal. And then right after it, you see thousands and thousands of whites, like, throwing themselves off the cliff.
0: Okay. I need to read, because I don't, I think I was just too much, I was too in my own head trying to get notes and all that.
1: Yeah, Maybe they have so, yeah one yeah. good. They have a good scream. Um, there's there's a sound coming up still that's even better that that we'll get to. That was just like, oh my god! Like I replayed that part of the episode just to listen to the sound again to try to figure out what the fuck it was because it was just like, how the fuck did they make that sound? Um, but yeah, this was a good one. So they had they had a pretty good weird sounding scream. And then, so yeah, so they signal, they make this scream, and then all those, and then more fucking whites are coming. Like, there's, like, a thousand more whites coming. They're just throwing themselves off the cliff into this big pile at the bottom of the cliff. And then they all just sort of come to and, like, start running to, like, join the battle.
0: Oh, it's and crazy.
1: Yeah, everyone's like, okay, time to retreat. Like, we're done. Never mind. We're not, a, we can't keep fighting these, like, no fucking way. There's, like, 20 of us left, and here come a thousand more of them. So, gotta go. <laughs> and okay, so John and Torment—they're like, let's go. They run out to the dock, and the one main dock. Like you would think that this place would have like multiple docks, but there's like one main dock that we keep seeing. They run out the dock, and there's a boat conveniently waiting for them with a rower just casually pat- <laughs> sitting there with his back turned. <laughs> yep. Uh, I didn't notice that at first. My first viewing at all. There's a few of them that are coming through this next little sequence that are like, okay, that guy was obviously the safety lifeguard because he was faced forward watching the people on the boat. <laughs> like he the first time I watched, I didn't even notice. But now that I've seen it several times, I'm like, oh my God, what are those guys doing? they're not,
0: yeah, yeah
1: <laughs> they're not stressed out. They're not even watching the action. They're just casually sitting in the boat, like, waiting for people to get on the boats.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, seriously. Uh, so, they has got to be lifeguards because there's no other – because they're just diligently watching the people in the boats. So, John and Party get in this boat that's, like – because, I mean, you see people, like, clamoring into the water, right? Yeah. So, it was really nice of them to leave a, a little dinghy moored up to the dock for John and company. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. You know, they're
1: important. Yeah. Like, this we is need a- them in future episodes. <laughs> Everybody stay out.
0: VIP bitches.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. So they get out. So they get onto the boat and they're going. And still, after they unmoor from the dock, this motherfucker still does not turn around to see what's going on behind him at all. Yeah. Like, still just like looking forward. And he's got a cloak on and everything. So he kind of blends in. But yeah, he's just like, I don't care what's going on back there. It's fine. I'm not interested.
0: (laughs) I never liked any of those fuckers anyway.
1: That's right. That's right. And then we hear there's just screaming and car. I mean, you see, it's so, it's just brutal. There's just, there's whites just like hacking at people. (laughs) Yeah. And John looks
0: like he's going to cry and puke at the same time. (laughs) <laughs> he's at,
1: at this yeah it's not even a battle at this point it's just um, people getting fucking hacked to pieces it's
0: a massacre holy
1: fuck it's really bad it's really bad and it's slowly dying down because they're running out of people to kill yeah it's yes. <laughs> just like and there's just piles of dead people like from the water for like the all the way to the gate there's just a mm. pile of dead people everywhere and then out walks, you see these feet walking out on the dock. Hmm. It's just all cash. Oh, it's the motherfucking Night King looking like a boss. Yep. Oh, I fucking love it. And he, like, turns around. He looks at Jon like, he went, like, make sure you're watching this, Jon Snow. <laughs> and he looks over his shoulder like, you see my handiwork back there? That was all me. And then he turns back around and he raises his hands all dramatically slow. And everybody stands up all nice and quietly. Oh. I love, okay, I love the way. So he starts to raise his hands and the camera kind of pans around a little bit to different people, like different dead people, right? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And then their eyes start to open up. Uh, The sound effect they use for their eyes popping open. Reminded me of those dolls that when you flip them, their eyes would open and shut. Oh God, it was creepy. It was it. If you watch it again, like try to try to pay attention to that sound because that's what it reminded me of, like a really amplified plastic doll eye, like click click, kind of clicking open.
0: Oh God, that's so creepy.
1: Yeah, but really, it was well done because yeah, it's super creepy, Um, and we see. what was her name? Carsi? We see Carsi sit up and her eyes pop open. She's got bright blue eyes. Mm. Oy. So and, awesome. End of scene. <laughs> and I just
0: have to say, like, I am like looking at this giant just walking in the water. Do-do-do. Yeah. Woo. Wait. Woon. Woon. <laughs> Woon. 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 Just chilling. Just doo doo doo. And I'm like. It's a good thing this isn't, like, a traditional zombie movie. Because, like, zombies, if they bite you, you turn. Yeah. And he got bit a bunch.
1: Right. And then I'm
0: picturing a zombie giant, and it's not pretty. So,
1: anyway. For real. Yeah. yeah. Which, well, we got to see one, actually. Um, when did we see that? There, we saw one at one point where they showed the big army of the dead coming... Um when did we see that? It was a couple of seasons ago. But it was basically a bunch of dudes and then there was one dead giant. That was walking around. Are them. we sure that already happened? Yeah, it wasn't um it wasn't an action sequence like they weren't interacting with anybody. Um I'm trying to think why we saw that. You no, know, we cuz we definitely saw it already. I'm trying to remember when. I don't know. But yeah, we saw we got it it panned up and we saw like all these all the whites coming, and then there's one giant among them. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't remember why we saw that or what we were doing, but, yeah. Drinking wine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's getting crazy. It's getting crazy. I feel like I need to review your top your favorites and your shit list real quick. We haven't talked about it in a while, just in case, and since we have a little bit of time since we only did one episode. Um, and if you have any updates, let me know. So, oh, we do have an update because Shay is dead. So, shit list. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Shay. Fuck you, Shay. Walder Frey, Roose Bolton, Theon, Pycelle, Cersei, Celise, and then Shay is off because she's dead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just well, love the tone of your voice. Shay is off because she's dead. Yes. Yeah, yes.
1: so we have two people off of your shit list. They have graduated off your shit list, not because they were improving in character, but because they died. Joffrey and Shay.
0: <laughs> Joffrey and Shay, fuck you both. Yeah. Well, Tyrion. Tyrion made it from my.
1: Well, Tyrion, and, Tyrion and Jamie, but that happened before this. These last couple seasons with my true. current list. <laughs> true. So true, those, true. Are, those are the two that have been scratched off. Uh true so favorites are Jamie Elena, who Jamie also made it to the favorites list Uh, well and so did Tyrion but he never singularly was on the shit list he was just true. in with the family um Elena, Asha, Braun, Danny, Jon, Sam Tyrion, Arya Davos, the Hound and Brienne
0: whew sounds sounds about right thanks for listening your watch has ended